Welcome to Industry Leaders Journey, where we explore the lives and careers of conscious leaders who are making a positive impact on this world while they transform the supply chain and procurement business. My name is Su Shem. Welcome back to the Season 3 of Industry Leaders Journey. I'm excited for this new season as we will have amazing new CPOs in our industry leaders think tanks to be introduced. Today's episode will begin with Klaus Blachnik, the global CPO at OMV Group. OMV Group is an Austrian integrated oil, gas, and petrochemical company. We'll find out how Klaus began his procurement career and what it takes to be a pioneer in digital transformation. Let's begin this journey. Hi, Klaus. So good to see you again. Thank you for joining me on the podcast, finally. <laughs> yeah, thank you for, for the invite to this podcast. So very much looking forward for a nice exercise. <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> uh, you were definitely one of the first guest speakers that I wanted to have, but we had to wait a little bit. <laughs> so I'm really excited to talk about uh, your journey and uh, what has happened with OMB, because I just heard this amazing uh, performance of OMB Group uh, for 2021. I think earnings came out last year, um, last week. Uh, it looks fantastic. You guys uh, grew more than double, like uh, the sales yeah. revenue was uh, phenomenal. So I definitely yeah. want to talk about that growth strategy and what's happening. But so not bad, we... not bad, huh? not bad. Yeah. <laughs> the singer, right? <laughs> so, okay, before we dive into OMV, uh, you know, let's make sure people understand. OMV is uh, one of the largest Austria's company, and uh, but you are not Austrian, right? <laughs> It's right. I'm, I'm from Germany, yeah. Right. It's close, but not quite the same. So let's start with you. I want to learn about uh, your procurement career. How did you get to OMB CPO? But uh, let's start from the beginning. So how did you start procurement career? Yeah, what a, what a, what a great question. And of course, I mean, it is decades ago, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But I remember very well because it was very, very exciting and surprising to me yeah? because when I worked uh, after university and uh, one evening, my boss came in uh, to my office and simply asked me a question. How, how about your, your passport? How about your passport? I said, why, why are you you're asking for my passport? Yeah, don't ask. What is the passport valid? Yeah, how long? More <laughs> than six months? And I said, yes. <laughs> and this was maybe a chance or a mistake. I don't know. Yeah, Because at the end, uh, two days later, I had to travel to a project to replace someone in procurement in a big, big project in New York at the JFK airport. Oh. And um, the, yeah, the problem was that I was told to be there for three weeks yeah? mm -hmm. and um, at that time my wife was pregnant with my with my daughter so uh, yeah I said I will come back in uh, three weeks at the latest mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and in reality it was after six months yeah oh my so God. very <laughs> close to the course. very close to the birthday of my daughter I came back fortunately and this was my start in procurement because I had to work in this project, very exciting project uh -huh. um, in these days uh, in, the, in the procurement department. And this was really exciting. And uh, yeah, this was, to be honest, the, the early start in the project. Yeah. Wow, what a great, great story to start. <laughs> so since then, you stay in procurement then in your career throughout? 
yeah, more more or less, it was always in in procurement, supply chain, and things things around. Yeah, uh, but more or less, it was the, the the early beginning, and of course, I loved it in the beginning, and I love it uh, still today. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So the lesson here is that make sure your passport is valid long enough. Anytime you don't know when to ask, right? <laughs> and if your boss is asking something, wait, maybe. With the answer. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. All right. So let's uh, let's start talking about a little bit on this current OMB Group, which really exciting uh, company because um, you guys made an amazing acquisition last year, and I definitely wanted to get into that conversation because uh, this yep. energy transition is such a big topic, especially what has happened last two years with the COVID and oil price, and then sustainability topic. Um, so it's on top of our mind, especially in Europe, the gas price crazy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I, I would like to hear your perspective on, the, you know, this, uh, your company's rational on this uh, strategy. Yeah, basically, uh, you are fully right. Yeah? A lot of challenges and uh, a lot of challenges at the same time, you yeah? know, coming from the markets environment, uh, the pandemic. Yeah? And of course, in our case, not only the transformation of the industry, but as well a big uh, acquisition. And of course, the rational is, is uh, very, very easy here yeah? because it is for us, it is uh, an extension of the value chain yeah? coming from, from gas and oil going to chemicals. So it is an extension of the value chain. And of course, uh, with that, uh, we are able to to grow, but also to implement circular economy and to work on sustainability topics. Yeah, uh, because we are very convinced that we need to develop in in this direction. And uh, in this regards, it was a perfect fit to to go in this increasing of the shares because we we had the uh, shares already before in Borealis. Yeah, mm -hmm. so we increased the share by thirty nine percent. Um, but this is the rational behind, and uh, in the meantime, we know already that it was a good decision. Yeah, and um, yeah, we are working heavily on this uh, activities together with the colleagues from Borealis in the group. Yeah. Yeah. So after the acquisition, so what was your mandate from the board as a CPO to support this uh, company strategy then? Yeah, first of all, I think this is normal. Yeah, synergies. It's called synergies. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, realization of just synergies. And uh, this, of course, in uh, the typical uh, levers in procurement. Yeah, bundle volumes. Yeah, having same suppliers, same contractors, negotiate contracts together. And um, yeah, in, in this regards, we did that. And um, in in parallel, we also worked on all those things like organization processes and all these kind of things we have already started. Yeah. yeah so then, um, how was your procurement organization function like change in a specific way to support that sustainability, you know, strategy? For example, give me some example on what processes you have uh, um, changed yeah. or adopted to embed that sustainability. Yeah. First of all, it was a very good experience with the procurement colleagues from Borealis yeah, mm -hmm. to really come together and to learn from each other and to really look what is the best on both sides yeah, and what is the best way looking forward. And in a lot of areas, we, uh, we defined uh, common ways forward. And in this regards, also we achieved that already since uh, 1st July last year, we are together in one procurement organization, yeah, which is a great achievement because we are already able to really 
jointly negotiate with the suppliers and working on, on market topics, but as well in terms of sustainability, yeah? because what, what we have learned is that in the group, definitely we are looking forward to improve there and develop sustainability. And we have learned that our colleagues in Borealis procurement, uh, they have already achieved the memberships in this uh, Together for Sustainability group. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the meantime, we managed that not only Borealis procurement is member of, of TFS, but as well the whole OMB group. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, this is a great achievement in, in uh, our view. And with that, we also implemented dedicated people in the procurement team working on driving the sustainability activities yeah, to really speed up with that and to really uh, move forward because we are convinced that we need speed here. Yeah, that's so true. And actually, I know together for sustainability really well because, as you know, uh, I have several think tanks uh, and chemical think tank group. Um, mm -hmm. Therefore, the uh, president of together for sustainability, Bertrand, uh, uh, he's uh, in our think tank. So we are also Great. having conversation. How do we bring this industry consortium come together and setting that uh, sustainability mm -hmm. standards so that we can accelerate faster? And then helping Absolutely. all the groups and all the companies in that industry to yes. really move forward. So yeah, that yeah. acceleration and the speed is uh, really key. Yeah? Okay, now I want to shift to a very exciting area, digital pioneer, who you are, because uh, I actually, yeah. I just had a conversation this morning with my colleague that, uh, you know, some of our um, internal group was talking about that, oh, OMB is so perfect to talk about <laughs> as a reference. And like, is that a problem? Actually, <laughs> perfect reference. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I was uh, okay. I need to ask uh, Klaus more about this. How did you become the company known as Too Perfect? <laughs> Interesting to hear that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> to be honest, I like it very much yeah, because it it is not not bad. Yeah. To uh, to be well known uh, as a pioneer and 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 perfect. Yeah. Exactly. So let's see. Let's see if this is really true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the the history is indeed that we started some years ago, a complete transformation of procurement. Yeah. Um, and this transformation, of course, it, I mean, it was, first of all, driven by the business, yeah, saying we need more value out, out of procurement. And this is the reason why our, our headline is always value creating in procurement. And um, our intention is to achieve that uh, by increasing uh, effectiveness and efficiency. Mm -hmm. uh, these are our cornerstones, yeah, and this always in the intention to deliver to the business, yeah. Mm -hmm. And with our transformation, we said, yeah, one problem is indeed that procurement should not rely on administration processes, handling resources in processes, and all these kind of stuff. So, for effectiveness and efficiencies, we need so to say perfect processes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And this was the reason that we said part of our big overall transformation in procurement, we have to start a digital transformation. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, uh, we defined a digital strategy mm -hmm. saying, where are we today? Don't look back, but where are we today? And yeah, looking forward, what do we want to have? Yeah, And what are tools which can support that? 
Yeah. And this was the initial start, uh, and it was uh, yeah, it was in basically in 2018 when we defined this digital strategy. And uh, this was also the time when the company decided to go for SAP overall as the core business uh, mm -hmm. solution for IT. And uh, with that, uh, we said in procurement, okay, let's go for the core S4. And for the core system, Ariba with all modules. And of course, maybe there is something and other add-ons around, maybe interesting for that, but these are the core things. And then let's look what does it mean. And um, yeah, we started um, saying, yeah, we don't like five-year project. And after five years, maybe you get something. Yeah. Mm. So we started um, this journey in the digital uh, era with our Ariva project, where we said we want to have very fast a lot. Mm -hmm. And we did. We, we called it um, our pilot project and our fast track project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this was the reason why we did this project in an agile approach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we uh, technically implemented uh, all modules of Ariba um, in three months only. Yeah, and oh. if you ask, this is yeah, it seems to be a very short time given feedback we get from others. Yeah, and uh, yeah, with that, uh, it we could show that it really makes sense and it's possible to deliver something on time, on budget, very fast. And so we got a lot of tailwind. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this was then the starting point for the overall S4 uh, project, also in procurement. And in the meantime, we have a couple of um, yeah, very good um, uh, go-lives already with S4. We are using uh, a lot in Ariba. We could do more for sure. <laughs> and the journey is not at the end, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, and you said Pioneer, yeah, we have um, the central contracting uh, implemented uh, and, and fully running since the mm -hmm. uh, 1st of January. We really have no problems with that so far. And uh, yeah, I think this was the last nice pioneering step we did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, no wonder they say they are too ideal, which means you're almost too perfect. Like three months go live and you're happy. I can see you are very happy telling me this, the progress. And uh, I mean, the being pioneer, like I'm curious, like, you know, a lot of times people like you're the first customer in the world who try to, okay, I'm going to be the first one. Either I'm going to be a pioneer or I'm going to be a guinea mm -hmm. pig, whichever it is. Um, and trying that central procurement, central contracting, all this new combination with Ariba together yep. so your your bold move paid off you know so i yeah, guess it, seems... it just shows your leadership style you know yeah it, it, it seems that i have a very brave team huh? <laughs> <laughs> a brave leader <laughs> Yeah, brave team and great guys, and uh, they are uh, they are really really working hard for for that. Yeah, but always highly motivated, and they never forget to smile. I think this is also important in such projects. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I uh, I mean, you always smile, so I like that too. <laughs> Big smile. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, so this all good part. But is there anything you want to share as a lesson learned and advice for those uh, other CPOs who we don't want to start some pioneering project. <laughs> yeah, sure. I th I think uh, 
uh, we have indeed some learnings uh, and, and uh, the most important one is you have to start indeed with a digital strategy here yeah? uh, because you have to tell people what is the target what is the objective at the end of the day yeah and uh, this is an important uh, important starting point then of course you should know what fits to your IT landscape I mean this is important to uh, to know here yeah? you need great people to manage that and of course at the end of the day you have to allow uh, mistakes yeah and failures and problems yeah because at the end of the day we all know that such projects they all have always a lot of problems but at the end uh, it only counts if people are able to solve the problems yeah mm -hmm. and of course i mean this needs sometimes um, uh, a, a bit patient yeah <laughs> <laughs> especially from from the leadership and i think this is also something uh, which is a must in such a project yeah not only pushing for things yeah but being patient also sometimes yeah. Yeah. patient and trusting that your team will come through with a solution right so that's it yeah, exactly yeah. yeah yeah exactly so uh, yeah so let's talk about a little bit on your change management and, and then how, uh, adoption rate i heard also great things about that like you created this uh like impressive comprehensive e-learning program that is used like more than two thousand times <laughs> internally so uh, yeah. so who are you targeting um for this uh you know training program and uh, yeah. what were your teaching in the program? Yeah, in, indeed, we did a lot around change management. And uh, the one is important one is to involve the people, involve people who are using tools, processes. You cannot do it always, but you cannot do it on a regular way. So people do not fear and do not ask what will come in two years. Yeah, so they should be part of the project uh, in, in a certain extent and uh, indeed we did very early and, and already before uh, the pandemic forced us yeah uh, we implemented e-learning academy uh, to make people able to run uh, tool uh, learnings uh, negotiation learnings whatever is available and indeed, uh, the team overall did more than 2,000 uh, such trainings. Yeah, so it sounds sounds a lot. Yeah, and uh, this was already started in 2018 and a lot done in 2019. And uh, then we stopped it uh, again because we said now uh, we should not too much. Yeah, and uh, indeed in 2022. Uh, just recently, uh, beginning of Feb, yeah, we started again this e-learning platform. Yeah, uh, because I I said uh, the most important in procurement is to have very capable skills uh, in the people. Yeah, the people mm -hmm. are the, the really most important factor on that. Yeah, and as a company, we have to invest on that. Yeah, and this is the reason why we we offer from first of Feb again this e-learning platform to yeah, increase uh, the skills of the people again and to keep them on a on a high level or mm -hmm. even to develop develop it further. Yeah. Well, wow, that's actually a perfect segue because I wanted to talk about the next generation uh, talent yeah. coming on in the workforce and then what's the correlation here? Um, you know, how do we attract the talent to this Pokemon area? It's definitely a key topic for all the executives and then like being digital, that's like 
it's a digitalization skill is what's needed. And it sounds like yeah. you're already ahead of it. So let's talk about a little bit. Yeah, I think the, it is it is very important uh, that uh, we regularly have people in, young people in, so means you need every age in your team, you need a, a proper uh, age uh, structure. This is very important. And uh, for that, of course, you have to bring in those people regularly. But of course, I mean, we are all facing this problem. Yeah, You have to motivate people um, uh, why working for this company, why working in procurement and why working on such tasks. Yeah? And um, I think um, for that, it's, it's very important that we really uh, let people being creative yeah, and uh, really working on topics where they are interested in yeah, mm -hmm. means uh, what is the purpose of the company and what is the purpose of procurement? Yeah? How about uh, sustainability in my daily work? Yeah, Or even if I look in, in our, uh, uh, we talked about this IT projects, yeah? Uh, let the people work on such interesting technical topics, yeah, mm -hmm. um, because I I think this is something which motivates uh, mm -hmm. uh, people, yeah, um, to be to be part of it. And uh, if you would like to motivate such people, it's not possible to to do a lot of barriers around them. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's important to give them them freedom to come up with new ideas and to realize and implement. Uh, them, yeah, yeah. So trusting them and uh, give them uh, space and freedom so that they can be more creative and so they find their own meaning to it. Yeah, that's great point. And 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 I think in the, in this industry with the energy transition and the new guys going into more strategically on the circular economy aspect, and uh, <clears throat> there is a more meaning to it, of course, uh, working for such company. Yeah. And this is the reason why we should always uh, tell the people uh, it is your future. Yeah. So be curious on the one hand side, but build your future. Yeah. Right, right. Good. Mm -hmm. So, what's the most important wisdom you would like to share up to this point of your life? Yeah, I, I think um, <laughs> maybe if you talk about uh, young people and, and those things, I think it's very important um, to, to tell people. Don't complain about work, yeah. Just enjoy it and have fun with what mm -hmm. you are doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if people have this mindset, yeah, and follow this path, they achieve a lot. Yeah. Because if you have fun with what you are doing, yeah, then you will realize it for sure. You know what? Actually, well, fun is one of my top five values that uh, I'm like keeping it these days. Like actually this day, this is number one thing. I'm figuring it out what the fun means and how do I become a fun person? <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, you can't just sit and wait. You got to actually create your own fun. So yeah, that's a good way to look at that. How do you make your work also fun? <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I would like to finish this uh, conversation with always uh, this sentence. I am optimistic. Da, da, da. So. I think it's great about the future. You are, uh, yeah, that's great. You are optimistic about the future. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Fully, <laughs> fully optimistic looking forward. Yeah. Yes, 
Yes, wonderful. All right, thank you so much, Klaus. And this was uh, really wonderful and fun to talk to you. And um, yeah, we continue to work with, together to create this uh, fun and optimistic future in this our think tank. So thank you for Excellent. joining our think tank as well. Yeah. And so. Thank you very much, Sue, as well. Yeah, if, if we had a very good uh, collaboration in, in this think tank in the last year. And uh, yeah, I thank you very much you personally and looking forward for a lot of more activities with the colleagues together in the think tank. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye bye. What a combination as a leader, a brave heart and a kind smile. Well, what I take away from Klaus today is that the mindset is everything. The bumps on the road are expected, but it is all about how we choose to react and solve those problems. I hope you enjoy this leader's journey today. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Industry Leader's Journey. This series is produced by the Industry Value Chain Team at SAP, where we are committed to making the world run better and improving people's lives. For more information and to access all of our podcasts, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Ariba.com.